0: What decade or time period would you like to experience for a week? And like, let me preface, you will automatically come back to the present. You can't fully be harmed in the time you're going back and any harm you do get
1: is gone when you come back to the present. Is this just the past? Or is...
0: Yeah, just the past because okay. we don't know the f- present the future. and
1: uh, The beginning of time.
0: Oh, God, you're so annoying. <laughs> I would like to go <laughs> back to where it
1: all began for one week. Where I want to see began. it. I want to see the <laughs> so first week.
0: Day 1. You want to go back to so, day 1. yeah. Uh you want to see the first week.
1: Yeah, I mean Do
0: you think it's going to be like It's
1: been laid out do obviously in the Bible, you think It's, you know, it's going to be like Genesis. 6 days of work and one of rest. We'll see what happens, but
0: You going to enjoy some darkness for a little bit?
1: Yeah. I I don't know. Big bang, uh aliens coming down and planting Prometheusizing, whatever happens in that movie, yeah, I want to go back. No, probably the nineteen. I could. I feel like hmm, when's a good time? I don't know. The late sixties. I mean, if you're staying in America, out, that sounds out. like horrible. But if you're um, elsewhere, the 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 Roman Empire.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> see what's happening there. No, I, I really don't like the past because <laughs> think about indoor plumbing. And how recently that was invented. You can't go that far back before things turn really. I mean, even this movie, I wouldn't really want to live at this time uh, and get covered in oil. Seems kind of sucky. Not my favorite. What about you?
0: Yeah, I mean, I want to go back to when the pyramids were being put together and see if aliens did or did not do it.
1: See, that's a good one. See, like, I want to um, let's. That's kind of similar. Min-
0: to my, you let's like my answer, let's too. You're bust.
1: mad at me. I, you,
0: I just, was not mad at you. You want to see the aliens. I do want to see the aliens. <laughs> I had no problem with your aliens point. What about I was when more Napoleon
1: so... destroyed the pyramids with cannons. <laughs> Could Can we go to that time? I mean,
0: what a dick. That was pretty but... cool. <laughs> Thankfully, we are not talking about today. Or did you sleep today? through
1: that part of the movie?
0: No, I saw that <laughs> okay. and I wish I was asleep. And Glad then... you got the reference. Thankfully, we are not talking about Napoleon today. Instead, this is MK300. I'm Mina.
1: And I'm Corbin.
0: And we are tackling our watch list of 300 specially curated movies one at a time and talking about them. And today, we're talking about There Will Be Blood. Ladies and gentlemen, I've traveled over half our state to be here tonight. I couldn't get away sooner because my new well was coming in at Coyote Hills and I had to see about it. Ladies and gentlemen, if I say I'm an oil man, you will agree. I'm a family man. I run a family business. This is my son and my partner, H.W. Plainview. You boys are a regular family business. Now, you have a great chance here. My son is a healer and a vessel for the Holy Spirit. He has a church.
1: You will be cast up and thrust back to partition! I'm fixed like no
0: other company in this field of tools ready to put to work. That's why I can guarantee to start drilling and to put up the cash to back my word. I assure you, ladies and gentlemen, no matter what the others promise to do, when it comes to the showdown, they won't be there.
1: There's a whole ocean of oil under our feet. No one can get at it except for me. We'll offer 150000 for full title. When do we get our money, Daniel? I look at people and I see nothing worth liking. Don't bully me, Daniel, please! I see the worst in people. We have a sinner with us. Get out of here, devil! I have a competition in me. I want no one else to succeed. I can't keep doing this on my own. With these um, people. (laughs) This is the 2007 film from Paul Thomas Anderson. It's a historical epic loosely based on the 1927 novel Oil! Exclamation part. It's very similar to. Exclamation mark. Very similar to our (laughs) Informant. Uh, episode uh, from a script by Paul Thomas Anderson as well that follows Daniel Plainview, a ruthless and competition ridden oil man, on a conquest for wealth and power through the extraction of oil during the Southern California boom in the late 19th and early 20th century. It stars the unparalleled Daniel Day Lewis as the mustachioed force that is Daniel Plainview. Paul Dano plays double duty as the twin brother Eli and Paul Sunday although the latter is much more central character as he is the figurehead of the local church and son of the landowner that Daniel leases from. This movie, which is widely known as the Best Picture Runner-Up, explores American capitalism, expansionism, frontierism, and religion in its lengthy 158-minute runtime. Mina, it's on the list because it is a movie I have seen before. I had actually only seen it one other time. So this is the second watch for me. It is a long one. I don't even know why and, you wanted to watch it uh, twice. Uh, already coming in with the heat. But so before What we, do you what do you think?
0: Hold on. Before we do that, I just want to say- picture runner up? Bleh, I just want to say, I think you are so good at speaking with doing what the punctuation says to do. You're really good at reading off the titles of things that want you to be excited about it. And so- Oil. Exactly. You're really good at it. Thank I would you. just call it oil and that'd be wrong. So
1: <laughs> So you don't seem to be a huge fan of this movie. Obviously, like I said, it is long. There's a lot to digest.
0: Yeah. Uh I mean, I'm not stupid. Daniel Day Lewis's performance in this is, is great. It's Daniel Day Lewis, but it's uh, not my movie. I can understand why it was on the list. It feels like a you movie, but I no eh. thanks.
1: In some ways it is. I can never say, like, I've not dove too deeply, but Paul Thomas Anderson is not necessarily my favorite filmmaker. Daniel Day-Lewis isn't really an actor that while I, like you said, can respect the hell out of, I would never say he's, like, my favorite. It's like it, it isn't really a me movie, although there are some thematic ideas that... I definitely can really appreciate. I wanted to talk about this in context of another movie that we just recently saw, Killers of the Flower Moon, because they're two films that take place relatively at the same time period. Obviously, Killers of the Flower Moon is uh, more truncated in the the 1920s, and this is more expansive over a couple decades. but. They're thematically very similar about the <laughs> the greed of white men and uh, the way that oil specifically as an entity has caused a lot of death and stealing and killing and lying in our country.
0: That's very true, but it's not fair for you to compare these because Hilda Flora Moon has your favorite. That's true. <laughs> Whereas you just claimed that. There Will Be Blood does not have either of That's your true. favorites. No Leo sadly. I mean, I'm a, I'm a
1: Dano fan. You're I a like Scorsese
0: him. fan too. You like his work.
1: Just, I guess, for reference, where let's see where these movies, where are they? About?
0: Yeah, show me your letterbox. <laughs> I'm so curious. I'm getting much better at this, but I have not ordered mine into there any There Will Be order.
1: Blood uh, is 105. Okay. And killers of fire moon is 80 obviously that's
0: significantly different
1: yeah i mean they're both like four and a half star movies there's like
0: yeah but you've got a expansive ton of, difference. of movies in between them that you prefer to watch
1: quite a lot of uh varying levels of quality including eat drink man woman a recent classic grab that we did on this episode which i like more than this movie so there you go
0: that's a good call
1: yeah thank you <laughs> um I will say I appreciated it more on the second watch. And I think I even rose it up a little bit um, on that list. I think oh, it wow. was a little bit lower because like I said, it's a lot to take in. Like there's things that you can catch a lot more. You can kind of get into the intricacies of what it's trying to say beyond being like, wait, why is Paul Dano playing two characters? Yeah.
0: We had to do a two-parter for this too. Cause we did right. watch this New Year's Eve and I Day. had to tap out. So we went to bed and then. Watch the rest of it on the first, which could lead to why I don't like it as much. I really did not want to turn it back on on the first, but had to finish it. The Paul Dano thing playing two people is not well represented in the movie because my initial thought was just he was pretending to be a different name to get Daniel a. Lewis's character there. And then, you know, he can't lie about his name in front of his dad, you know, so. Right. Just the way that the, the two interacted in that scene led me to believe that my interpretation of that was correct because, like, the uh, look it, that Lewis has weird, is, you know? like, oh, now you're Eli? Okay. Like, it's, I don't know. It's, I didn't like the way they showed that. I thought, I think in general, that's a cool idea to just have Paul Dano play both characters, but, I mean, come
1: on. Yeah, and when pulling back the curtain, I think I already mention this to you but there's the whole thing of like they had somebody else cast to play the role originally they got into like one or two days of production really realized it was not working he could not act against daniel day lewis so they had to fire this guy and then they're like what do we do oh paul Dano's a pretty good actor let's just like make them twins so then because of that in terms of the story beats like there's no There's no relevancy to them being twins. Like, there's no reason. It's just you see one brother at the beginning of the movie, and then another one pops up later and like and them being twins that never comes back and never has any like resolution
0: twins don't for per se but brothers do you know exactly that line. so like why can't they just switch why can't they just give that guy the, the no name nothing i it's, think they
1: were just trying to get him offset. you know they probably could have brought in someone else to play the other Dano role but then at that point it's like we're already trying to get started but
0: i do think it it's makes it all the Dana. more
1: it well it makes it all the more impressive when you yes. look at that performance that he has to give and especially we talk about
0: how he didn't know until then that he was playing two characters that
1: and you have Daniel Day Lewis a guy who is like never breaking character on set one of the like most legendary actors of all time literally wins an Oscar for this movie this performance oh he did yeah doing like improv and shit and like you're Paul Dano, who's been in like, you know, Little Miss Sunshine, The Way, Way, back, like, you know.
0: And in that movie, in Little Miss Sunshine, he has like no lines.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, he and plays
0: a mute, basically.
1: This is a preacher. He's got a lot to say. <laughs>
0: yeah. I do think Paul Dano does a, a great job of acting against Daniel Day-Lewis. I think you would never guess that he was someone that's not as impre- impressive in quotation marks, you know as Daniel Day-Lewis. I enjoyed Daniel's performance. I just thought
1: it was stupid, the movie. Uh, (laughs) He's like 23 when he's making this movie.
0: Holy shit. He's only 23 when he made this? Yeah. That's, okay, see, even more impressive.
1: It it is truly a phenomenal performance Um, and obviously it's so central to the story too. Like I mentioned at the top, like the religious themes are apparent in this and like this movie is very much an American story so like the capitalism Mm -hmm. stuff is there but like the role that Christianity plays plays in our country and has played throughout its history is, is very prevalent. And it's also interesting to see uh, Daniel Plainview as like a man kind of like waging a war with God throughout the film.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's always so neat to me to see how religion is portrayed in movies that are showing our past like this. So anything in the 20s or, you know, like, honestly, anything before media where people can kind of see what's happening. Because what preachers would say had a lot more sway, I think, because there was no. What else can I find that's out there? This is like well, what listen. you see, and I thought the way Paul Dano's character Eli is like casting out demons and shit, like get out of a ghost. You can just see why people would have so much faith in this one individual because, like, they there's, they're not getting anything else especially where they're at in this movie, like there's nobody for miles, you know? And it just, I always think it's really interesting to see how religion is portrayed and like how different it was.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you have at the turn of the century, they're in Southern California, these people are kind of just like these ragtag towns that are being put together. And, mm. and like you said, it's the, it's the religious figure that really has the most sway and the most, most voice in the community. And obviously he asked to like do a blessing on the oil well before they put it in. And then you know Daniel doesn't let that happen. And then a series of unfortunate so events <laughs> occur, including the, the deafening of Plainview's adoptive child. Um, who then he he casts aside. I, I like the that character especially because it's this idea of like him uh, the falsehood of like the the American family, and he's like using this to to portray himself as a family man. He's going around to all these people. So and, it's
0: really and, important, single right. dad.
1: Yeah, exactly. Is like I'm a family man. This is my business with my son, and it's really just this basically child that. Uh, from a worker that was exploited and killed he you know picked up and is now exploiting for his own gain until the point in which he's useless
0: yeah which i think is probably where my hatred as all workers stems is he's just such a shit dad from the get-go and like it's worse to me now knowing that he was adopted this kid and was fully just using him but like before you find that out like it was just horrible to watch because it just looks like he's just using his son and he has very little care for him actually unless he's of use for him and then he gives him up because he becomes deaf which is just (laughs) like oh my god and first of all to have daniel day lewis laying on you as a child screaming at you i feel like would be traumatizing to say the least but like that was crazy and then When you know, we skip ahead, flash forward, yeah, decades, and his son's an adult, and like, you know, has has an sign language interpreter for him, and and you know, married
1: Dana's sister.
0: Yeah, I love that for him. Um, They seemed cute together. I wasn't mad at that, but then because his son decides I'm gonna go to a different country and try shit out, now he gets to find out that he's adopted, and Dana Lewis never loved him, and it's just. And I was just like, that's so gross. And I hate that so much. Was not a fan.
1: In the beginning of this, the movie, he obviously has his big speech, which I think is like the thesis of the whole film, where he's like, I have a competition in me. Um, and then he goes on and, you know, like I said, manifest destinies, goes out west, sucks up all the oil from the earth, becomes a terrible person, murders, lies, manipulates people. Yeah. Um, and then again, in, against his son, he's like, well, if you're going to, leave me then you are now my competition and we are mortal enemies fuck and you. fuck you <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: it's kind of crazy and I guess like his you you're think, not with it, me you're against me oh man it's very Anakin Skywalker of him um, <laughs> but like it's kind of crazy kills for,
1: youngling at the end of this yeah
0: sure. right it's kind of like Oh, like, uh, it's kind of Weird, though, that people thought of him as this, like, great family member. like, because I think it would have been weird to see some guy with only one kid, like, because <laughs> they were just having all kinds of kids because you needed a lot of kids that didn't survive, you know, childhood very often, and you needed them to help you with stuff. And so I guess his, like, line that his, their mo- his mother died in childbirth really saved him there. Yeah. But just, like, I, I think his story is kind of unbelievable if you, like, look back at it a little bit. And the, I don't know. What I, the one thing I did like about this movie, not to like really jump course, um, is that now I understand references from your podcast.
1: <laughs> I drink your milkshake. Drink it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, the thing that's interesting about it is like we don't even see Plainview interact with like a, a woman or like a female character in any sort of like romantic or sexual sense throughout this movie. He's like no. an entity of evil and greed that's like beyond that because he's more metaphorical like he's representative yeah, of a lot of people and i think ideas.
0: the only time you see him interact <coughs> with like a female character is the little girl that ends up marrying his son uh, and, and he does that out of like a protective situation which i think is the only time you see him you know show some sort of humanity mm-hmm. which is an interesting point for them to to decide that's where he's going to be caring and like yeah that is an do interesting, something though. that has nothing do, there's nothing that he gains from that because it's not he i was really worried that that was going to turn into him being that creepy ass dude that right. ends up marrying this child but that's not what happened at all so then it's just like why why was this the point that
1: child beating it's where he draws the line
0: i guess but he hit his own son
1: i guess he deserved it i don't know
0: crazy <laughs> i don't know I guess he guess you deserved it jesus
1: do you have anything uh
0: i mean we kind of touched on it a lot but it's just like crazy how oil had such a chokehold on this country like in a sense was whoever owned it was god they could do whatever they wanted and they owned everything and that's oof that like this is just crazy well, it like, still kind of does in a sense like not oil specifically but like now other countries own us because of oil and it's just like
1: well it's like if it's you know before it was oil it was something like if it's not oil it's something else like there's always some resources and they're all finite. Like. At the end of this movie, again, saying, like you said, that I drink your milkshake line is about how he sucked it all up and it's gone. Like the, the oil is, is long gone and destroyed. Like there's not a lot of oil left in this country that we're pumping no. up. You know, our resources are limited in <laughs> our environment has been destroyed by our forefathers.
0: Love that for us. I just think it's nuts. Like it, it's, I think, I just think it's a time period that I can't really comprehend that well because there's not been something similar for me to witness growing up. So anytime a movie about this or like seeing what aspects of life were like, this is amazing or like this is the new thing, it's kind of crazy to think about.
1: Yeah, and especially something that was like so valuable and And such a- Commodity. and
0: then so dangerous to get oh yeah like, i
1: mean the people <laughs> the workers are
0: like it's just crazy and and i think to tie it back to the comparison of kills of the flower moon like the things people would do to get it is n- disgusting
1: the things the you know the links people go to legally and illegally obtain it it's you know, the same idea as when we built the railroads, we just, yeah. you know, built it right over the people who died while doing it. And you've got literally people in this that like get crushed by stuff down in the oil well. And they're just like, well, eh, leave them. <laughs> like, yeah, not a lot we can do. And this movie is, you know, there's a, there's a lot of death that kind of pops up throughout and it, it doesn't shy away from that idea of, of kind of just how detrimental this was.
0: Yeah, it's not afraid to show the harsh reality of what would happen while people were working there and how easy it was for a mistake to happen.
1: Which makes it a great date movie, right? Oh god, no.
0: See, this is the kind of date movie where like if you don't wanna pay attention to the movie and do other stuff, sure, put it
1: on. But if you uh it's a weird choice. You wanna have smart politically and economically discharged charged yeah. discussions you with wanna, your significant other, hell yeah.
0: If you wanna see Dana Day Lewis, be a dick for three and a Get half. Get yourself hours. a
1: leftist baddie and watch <laughs> Daniel Plainview drink milkshakes
0: <laughs> and smash
1: thanks for listening
0: <laughs> bye
1: thanks for listening to the episode you can follow the rest of our happenings over here at Cody and have a podcast on Instagram Twitter and TikTok at podcast, K-H-A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T please follow us on Spotify give us a rating subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow along for more